Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey guys, we're back and we're here to share our taping from our show at World Cafe Live in Philadelphia. Yes, all the way back in August, feels like a, a lifetime ago, we were in the city of brotherly love to talk about episode two of the first ever Bachelor season featuring Alex Michelle, everyone's favorite Harvard and Stanford grad looking for love in all the wrong places. Just a 31-year-old looking for an awesome hot blonde. Yeah, he's like the bachelor whose light was on and so he went to ABC. Um and for those who couldn't be there, it was a really fun night. Philly, you were wonderful. We had a really fun crowd and uh we got to chat about the episode with Ashley Spivey, who is one of our faves. And uh and then Brett Vergara came out for a little game of who said it, iconic quotes from the Bachelor canon. We might have made it a little <laughs> too hard. It was really hard. It, it was fun. <laughs> These quotes all seem pretty easy when you're compiling the game, but then when you're actually playing it, it's a different story. But they held their own. They did a pretty good job. They did. And of course, we also had a show at the Gramercy Theater earlier this month. That will be coming out as a podcast, too. We promise. We know we've been slacking, but these episodes are coming out soon. But first, uh, our recap of Season 1, Episode 2 with Ashley Spivey, followed by fun and games with Brett Vergara and Ashley as well. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Oh my goodness. Hello, Philly. We are so very happy to be in a city of real Bachelor Nation significance. By that, of course, I mean my birthplace. Just imagine without this beautiful land of cheesesteaks and the Liberty Bell, your favorite podcast might never have existed. Yeah. We assume this is your favorite podcast, yeah. and we would really like you to indulge us on that just for tonight. But Emma reminds me, we did not have time to grab a cheesesteak on our way here. 
we assume someone has one in their bag. That's what happens in Philly, right? I haven't yeah. spent a lot of time in Philly, but like that's sort of how I thought it went here. So you can find us backstage. And and while you're at it, you know, grab us a water ice. Like really, we just we just came here for the food. Honestly, worth the round trip Amtrak. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll travel anywhere for food at this point yeah. in my life, <laughs> for obvious reasons. So I don't want to get too political right now, yeah. but we're also very honored to be in the home of Gritty. Um, Gritty, he's an icon, he's a gentleman. Whenever someone does anything messed yeah. up on The Bachelorette, I'm just like, Gritty would never do that. <laughs> and I mean, I think, you know. If only Gritty had been the very first Bachelor. Mm -hmm. Sadly, he had not even been conceived. Yeah, but someone else had been conceived and gestated, given birth to and raised. Alex Michelle. Yeah. Member of the true American aristocracy, management consulting. Yeah. You know, when we last left Alex after the series premiere of The Bachelor, which we recapped at our show in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> you know, he had just met 25 dazzling single women. But in episode two, it's where the real wooing begins. Yeah. The good stuff is here. I don't know if you saw it, but like every great romance, it has lots of rib turtleneck sweaters. <laughs> it has, you know, an indoor gondola ride in a casino. It's and romantic. it has clumps of mud being thrown at women's breasts. It's just like straight out of a Nora Ephron film, really. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you dream of. <laughs> And we knew that we couldn't get just anyone to join us to recap this gem of an episode. You know, we needed a discerning eye, someone who gets the Bachelor franchise, but also is critical of it. Someone who is eloquent and well-read, someone who has lived through the early aughts and personally survived over plucking her eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. Not only survived, but thrived. Thrived, so yeah. Let's all put our hands together for I would say Philly-adjacent, former Bachelor contestant, current podcaster and critic of the franchise, Ashley Spivey. <laughs> Ashley, thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. It's so great to have you. Thank you for coming all this way. Can you explain a little bit more about your personal connection to Philadelphia? We know you. We know you have one. Yeah, so I don't, I'm sure y'all have heard me talk about how my husband Steve is the <laughs> biggest Eagles fan <laughs> out there. He is actually not here tonight because he's at the preseason game. So. <laughs> Which Real I approve dedication. of. I'm not mad at him. <laughs> Real dedication to something. Yeah. 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 Not the thing that, you know, we're dealing with right here, but mm -hmm. there are other things, apparently. He's watched yeah. enough Bachelor to satisfy me for my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, let's talk about, you know, The Bachelor Season 1, Episode 2. That's right. And yeah. as, as you all know... In episode one, Alex Michelle met 25 accomplished, beautiful, veneer-free women. It was a different time. Yeah. And he sent home just about as many of them with advanced degrees as he possibly could. 
And now he has 15 mostly 24-year-old event planners left. So, like a normal season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, on it's never brand. really changed. Yeah. yeah. No. Says the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when we open in fair Verona, excuse me, I'm no John Paul Jones. Uh, I mean Malibu. The women are about to move into their pad, also known as the ladies' villa. Mm -hmm. Ashley, Claire, let's let's get this party started. Let's do oh it. Gosh, yeah. this episode was just a joy from the beginning when we watched the women experience their walk-in closets for the first time. Yeah, I mean they're only in this villa for like maybe two weeks, but. They are going to use yeah. every piece of space that yeah. exists in there. They're like, I'm going to get used to having these enormous closets. And honestly, they're lucky because we didn't have closets in the modern bachelor mansion. Like, yeah. you just keep your stuff in your suitcase. Yeah. You just throw it all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we didn't get enough mileage out of investing in those closets exactly. the first yeah. time around. They're Never like, we're again. not renting two houses again. Yeah. Yeah. No. That doesn't add enough drama. Yeah. Um, but we do move right into the action. So... Chris shows up uh, at the ladies' villa, and he fills the women in a little bit on how this process is going to go. He tells them they're only going to be communi communicating with Alex during the fantasy dates, which are all of the dates, I guess, yeah. during this season. <laughs> they're all fantasies. Except for video messages they can leave for him in the journal the room. The journal room, because where else would you vlog but in a <laughs> journal room? Yes. Yeah. yeah. When I think of journaling, I think of writing a video letter to a man. That's what it means. <laughs> I, yeah. I honestly thought that was very weird because now journals play such a large part yes. in the show, so it's almost like they've regressed in that way. <laughs> like, they used to do videos which seem much more modern, and now they're doing but the, it reminds me of like video dating, though. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like not, it's no Colton in bed filming himself on his cell phone. <laughs> yeah. You get to know more about the person, though, so I kind of wish they would bring him back. Yeah, yeah, I guess I feel like it never really worked for them as well as they expected. Yeah. And they were like, let's make scrapbooks instead. That's <laughs> much better. <laughs> um, so Alex, or Alex is going to invite them on some dates that he has helped plan with the production. And how will they find out about these dates? I think we have a clip. All right, enough about that. Let's get to the good stuff. The dates. All right, ladies, these are not ordinary dates. These are truly romantic fantasies that Alex helped us create, and we've thrown a few surprises in ourselves. Now, later in the process, you will go on individual dates, but right now, you'll date in groups of five. And the first date is today. So, who's invited and where are you going? Well, that is a very good question. It looks like someone has left you a present on the porch. Trista, if you'd be so kind as to go pick up the box and don't peek, bring it back inside. Trista, you set that right there. This box is the first of many. Inside, you will find out who was invited. There'll be a little hint about the date and a note from Alex. Enjoy the house, enjoy your dates. And I will see you all at the next invitation night. Wow. Vegas. So, yeah. They 
find out about the dates in giant Christmas presents. Yes. Yeah. Father Christmas has left a little something on the bench for all of you. Trista, please. Our beloved child. Chris Harrison has a very odd vibe during these scenes. Yeah. It's honestly hilarious that he ever had a suit company when you watch him back on this because those are some of the worst suits and clothes I've his, ever his seen. His fashion is truly egregious yeah. throughout this entire season. Throughout the season, I often feel like he's wearing an outfit that you would see perhaps in like a 90s workplace harassment video. Yes. You know? that, it's like, that's the vibe. Built to fit in. Yeah. 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 Um, so Shannon, Katie, Lenise, Angelique, and Christina get the very first group date. And they have like three minutes to get ready. And we get some nice shots of Shannon just flat ironing the hell out of her hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like putting on her sexiest Vegas wear, and by that I mean a long brown leather skirt, a black turtleneck, and like knee-high boots. There's not an yeah. inch of skin shown. That was her sexy turtleneck. Pure sex. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, there's a lot of leather. Lenise even wears thigh-high tan leather boots underneath flare leather pants. Yeah. It's he a lot of He even comments luck. on it when yeah. they get on the plane. He's like, so much leather. Well, he's yeah. like, leather, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex is also wearing leather. So there is something about Vegas that just yeah. makes people think, that's like the last leather. thing. Leather. <laughs> you know, I would say sequins or gold, yeah. but yeah. I think we have some images of those date outfits. It's a little, a little hard to see, but yeah. not a lot of skin. Uh, and a lot of leather. It just makes me sad to think of all the wasted leather on Lenise's boots. Yeah, no you one can't can even, even see it. But she must have been very warm. <laughs> and that's something that they don't worry about much on dates these days. Yeah. Like, is she warm enough? It doesn't come up. Um, but this is Alex's first date uh, as The Bachelor, obviously. I hear he dated <laughs> a lot before that, too. Um, and he's nervous. You know, he's got to be hosting all these women, five women, uh, making them feel comfortable, getting to know all of them. And he's like trying to get into the right headspace. Does he pull it off, do you think? Like, how do you think he handled hosting this date? I mean, he looked like a man in black with sunglasses. (laughs) And, you know, as, as you really noticed when we first watched the episode, Alex is most impressed by the convenience of everything. Yeah. I mean, we don't hear that this is the most romantic place to fall in love. No. But we do hear that it's really convenient to be able to go to Vegas on a jet and then a limo and then straight to the Venetian, which, yeah. It it is convenient. (laughs) It sounds convenient. You just get to go right up into the penthouse, you know? Like, pretty cool. Yeah. All Um, the penthouses in in these hotels in 2002, real ugly. So much beige. Yeah. I'm like, who was paying the big money for this? They like, hadn't heard about mid-century modernism. Yet. No. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was before Fixer Upper. Like, who can even remember? There's no shiplap to be seen. <laughs> no backslash. Yeah. yeah. So they head up to the penthouse of the Venetian to play some pool. Like, we're still at this stage where the dates, the group dates don't really revolve around one-on-one time. So he's like, I guess I'm just going to play pool with a bunch of hot women. <laughs> Like, what else should I be doing? And uh, Christina notices that when they walk into the hotel, everyone is very impressed by, by this man. Yeah, she, she attributes it to 
Alex's, you know, energy being flanked by five women. I think it might be the fact that they were all being filmed. <laughs> but of the know. two, yeah. I mean. Yeah, she says, you know, when we walked in the, into the hotel, everybody turned and they saw the five of us and they were like, who is that guy? What did he do to get these five women to be hanging on his every word? It was so rock star. When you see Alex Michelle, you obviously think rock star. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so they start hanging out and playing pool and then someone decides to take things into her own hands to get to know Alex a little bit better. And I we have a real bachelor first here, something that would pave the way for many an SNL sketch. Let's roll the clip. They're in there playing pool, so I'm going to go in there right now and say, girls, I'm going to steal Alex for a little while. Y'all know what we're here to do. So I am going to get the ball going, rolling. So if you don't mind, I'm stealing your ball. I think that it just kind of took us back that she came and took him. <laughs> we were all kind of like, oh, maybe we should have done that. You know? <laughs> None of them has any idea what they're supposed to there be doing. There are no rules. There it's are no so conventions. Pure. It's so pure. <laughs> and she does the whole thing so inartfully. She's like, can I get it? Roll I'll get the ball going, rolling. Does the yeah. ball roll? Does it go? Just yeah. Alex, come with me. <laughs> I mean, no one else knows what she's doing yet. So like, They're so confused. Now you barely have to approach someone before they're like, oh, I'm not done with him yet. <laughs> And instead, they're just like, what are you talking about? You're going to get the ball going? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Shannon's face conveyed what I was thinking the whole time. That's Shannon. Shannon's face throughout 95% of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon is not having a good time. No, not at all. Um, it's interesting seeing the women that they cast um, with this idea of this is like the marriage show and Alex is going to be a Stanford grad and the women are all going to be very classy. And so you end up with all these women who are like, you would never cast on a reality show now, who like yeah. don't seem that comfortable being on camera. Yeah, they're like, don't put me in an embarrassing situation. <laughs> I absolutely would never kiss on a first date. And you're yes. like, this is, these are not the women they're casting now. No, not at all. <laughs> So Angelique pulls Alex away for some private time. And Alex says, you know, she really scored some points with me by doing that. You know, it was very impressive that she took the initiative. Um, whenever Alex says anything positive about a woman, that's a sure sign that he's about to send her home, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really know what he's doing. <laughs> this is the thing. So Alex, to me, doesn't really seem that committed to the idea that he's in charge of the date. Like, he'll, he's like, I should be taking the initiative and, like, pulling these women for one-on-one -on -one chats. And then he just doesn't. He's like, but this game of pool yeah. is really good. It's really yeah. good. But I don't, I don't even think he likes the aggressive girls, necessarily. No. So it's weird. Yeah, he just wants to chill with all of them in a group until the most <laughs> perfect bodied one quietly catches his attention. Yes. <laughs> and he can make a mental yeah. note he's for like, he, he prefers to be a passive bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Shannon steps in. Shannon steps She's in. She's like, girls, we have to do something. We have to steal him back. So they all go and burst into the room and they're like, hey, yeah. we're here. Which is rough because I don't think Angelique had time to tell her entire life story, which is what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was born. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did say, tell me everything about you starting at year zero. So <laughs> also I don't weird things. <laughs> I don't know what he was expecting to find out from that. <laughs> but after this, you know, soiree in the, in the penthouse, 
they all go to dinner, which is not a thing that we ever see now. And they actually eat on camera. Yeah. Uh, and we, we have an image uh, of Alex eating. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we found out why they no longer allow them to yeah. eat on camera. There's an entire sequence where we have to watch Alex sort of trying to clean some cake off the roof of his mouth. Yeah. I kind of liked it. It was so real. Yeah, it was very real. It was extremely real. It made me sort of nostalgic for a time when they hadn't figured out how like undebonair it looked to, to eat a piece of chicken while being filmed. These are the boring moments I actually enjoyed watching during this show, just because I'm so used to not watching anything real life that this felt very refreshing to watch. Yeah, it did. Like, they edited out over the course of the show all the things that you would actually see of someone. If you're going, if on, you're a date. going on a date. <laughs> like, we're going to make sure The Bachelor eats in a separate hotel suite from you so that you don't have to see how his chewing is. It's like, and I think that's important to, like, know about someone yeah. before you, like, start <laughs> dating them or, like, getting engaged to them. It's like kissing. There are some people I really love, but I do yeah. not like being around them when they're chewing. And exactly. like, that it's would true. be relevant to a marriage. Cause you're around each other while chewing a lot. <laughs> you can't just keep eating in separate rooms for the rest of your life. <laughs> if only, if only. That's, you know, that's why I'm not married. <laughs> so the whole group sort of talks together and Alex starts out by asking them, one of my personal favorite date conversation starters, why don't you guys ever get asked out on dates? <laughs> um, Everyone evades the question. <laughs> Shannon goes off on a tangent, and then we get a great in the moment with Lanice, where she's just like, Shannon is really loosening up. She's just so kind, and she's so wonderful. And the more she talked, I just knew he was going to fall for her. I was like, be quiet already. <laughs> It was like the nicest burn ever. Yeah. Like she's just, yeah, she's not in there. They're not even trying to get her to talk shit. She's just like, wow, Shannon, what a great catch. Yeah. I felt like this was an old episode of Love Island. Just by like how nice and respectful everyone was being of like each other's time and wanting them to find clarity and like yeah. stuff like that. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, this pleasant. is The Bachelor. This is about spending as much quality time as you can with each other to see if you really have a connection. Like, that's not something you would ever hear anymore. No. And Trista keeps saying, you know, like, oh, I hope Alex gets to spend plenty of time with the other women so he can know for sure. <laughs> you should know. be trying to hide him in a closet so that none of them can talk to him. That's just how it is now. Um, but Alex, at this point, decides he does want to get to know Shannon better because... He feels something with her, even though she doesn't feel anything with him, probably. Yeah. But you know where the best place to have a really private, intimate conversation is? A casino floor. The middle of the casino. Yeah. With all the cigarette smoke. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like setting the mood. Yeah. I mean, to me, it was really weird just to see a, a date unfolding at all in a sort of public interior space. Like, a casino that had not been emptied of everyone else for filming to happen. I mean, were they still doing that by your season? I completely forget. Like, just having... I got eliminated in Vegas, so I always have, like, PTSD from watching this. <laughs> you were just thinking back to that time when, on, like, how you lost Brad Womack, and, like, so that would have been... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a real tragedy for you. I'm so, so sorry. tragic. <laughs> Um, but this date, yours was a little more, I feel like, 
a classic bachelor two-on-one. Oh, yeah. I mean, they made me go with my best friend. Yeah. And, like, that was brutal. Fed me tequila shots. And then I was like, well, I know I'm getting eliminated now. <laughs> like, you're not going to hoist me 50 feet in the air for this Cirque du Soleil date when you just gave me a bunch of tequila shots. <laughs> Safety first, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, but they don't have anything really set up for Alex and Shannon to yeah. do that's cinematic. So instead, they sort of pace through the floor as people play the slot machines. And she's it looks like, sort of like they met at a conference and they yeah. were like, do you want some air? I yes. want some air. Yeah, and they're, they're like, like, we can't find the exit. They're, they're walking to get coffee at the conference and she's like, you know what? I just wanted to tell you about all of my ex-boyfriends who cheated on me. Like, there's so much in this episode around cheating. It's really weird. The women the were really having a rough time in 2002. Yeah. Now things are okay. <laughs> I think. Um, but a lot of the women had been traumatized by cheating. There are even worse revelations about their past relationships that unfold in later episodes. And Shannon is only 24. Like, a lot of these women are pretty young and already have a lot of really bad experiences with men just telling in yeah. some way that I can't put my finger on. <laughs> um, so she tells him that, and he's just like, you're great, like, I'm into you, like, let's, like, just try to open up to each other more, and, like, I think that'll be good. And she's like, great. Yeah. She's feeling really special now. It will not remain that way, unfortunately. <laughs> so they go back, all the other women come out into the casino floor, too. They play some blackjack. And whoever wins this game is going to get a private gondola ride with Alex. Yeah. It's yeah. the first group date and already, and it's the first win the challenge to get special time with Alex. They didn't waste any time. No. Lenise wins. Alex, something they would never show now is Alex talking about who he wants to win the extra time yeah. with him and how he's like rooting for them like racehorses. Like he's like, oh man, I had my money on Angelique, but then she sort of fell behind and I started being like, no, maybe I'd actually really like Katie to win. And like we're not supposed to know this. <laughs> so, pretend you don't like any of them any different until you propose to one. Yeah, sort of very normal. Goes. Um, so he ends up on the boat with Lenise, and he's like, that's fine. Like, I was fine with that as well. Yeah, he did not seem happy. <laughs> he's like, he said too much. <laughs> yeah. But it ends up being quite a momentous date. We get the very first kiss of the Bachelor franchise between Alex and Lenise. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the first, like, five kisses. Yeah. Because the every franchise. time they go under a bridge, they have to make out. It's yeah. just the rule. I thought, tradition. you know, she seemed so confident. But in that kiss moment, she did not. And then he almost, like, went in for too much. It, like, just wasn't, like, a mouth kiss. It was, like, a neck kiss and, like, all that, too. And I was like, whoa. He does a lot of mouth-adjacent kissing. Yeah. He likes to work it's his way much. in. He's, he's not a telegenic kisser. No. Yeah. He works his way in, works his way out. Yeah. Um, but so they have, and he's like, you know, Linnaeus is great. She's so sophisticated, so cosmopolitan. Now that I've so made savvy. out with Linnaeus. Maybe she's climbing the ranks a little bit. He's a simple man. But back at the villa, the rest of the women are going hot tubbing. Really just a, a vehicle for production to be able to just do really creepy panning shots over all of their bodies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that this yeah. season. But also, like, I don't think we see the kind of group bonding in the house this way anymore. Like, they clearly want to make that part of the show. It's like the sorority girls back at the house, like legally blonde vibes. Like they're like, oh my God, let's get in the hot tub, girls. 
and oh, oops, we're all dating the same guy. <laughs> like, just like that would never sorority. happen at Alpha Kappa Alpha. <laughs> I don't know anything about sororities. Um, so this is when Trista reveals a, a devastating secret. She's 29. She's 29. I mean, I'm so, it's really, I'm so sorry for her. But her body. What, is, what about her body, <laughs> yeah, Ashley? It was amazing. It's the body of a 17-year-old. Yes. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. I personally make a close study of 17-year-olds ripped bodies, <laughs> so I can precisely compare. But there's, there is this, like, aura of astonishment that a 29-year-old 20, could be hot that I do think we have sort of grown out of in this current day and age. Yeah, you can Progress. be hot until like 31 now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But starting at 27, you are desperate. It's true. So, Definitely. It's yeah. just the rules, you know. <laughs> but the next date box shows up, and this one goes, uh, Trista finds this one again, uh, and, and this one goes to Trista, Angela, Amy, Melissa, and Amanda. Pack a bikini, be ready for a decadent road trip to Pause. the desert. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who wears a bikini in the desert? At a, at a spa in Palm Springs, you do. That's right, they're heading yeah. to a spa in Palm Springs on a party bus with Alex. And this is also an element we never see anymore. Party buses. Party buses with... <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the party bus. Yeah. We never see the, the Bachelor going to the group dates with the women. Yeah. Um, but in this case, it's a whole component of their date is that they get to have a bagel spread <laughs> and some OJ with the Bachelor himself. I think we actually have an image you of You see that. <laughs> yeah, look at that. those paper plates, the cutlery. They're just like, you got to have snacks on the party bus. You got to have donuts and pastries, you know. You'll never see this many carbs on the Bachelor screen. Yeah. <laughs> never. Yeah. Drink it in. <laughs> um, so they get to the spa, two bunch palms. It looks sort of, I would say, like a small golf club. Yeah. With some mud baths. I wouldn't call it opulent. Uh, they do all have to wear matching yellow robes. Beautiful butter yellow robe that they can then take right <laughs> off and get an interesting choice into of color, the mud. But um, yeah. so they head to the mud baths. It looks very claustrophobic. How much there? does like, everyone here want to get in those mud baths? <laughs> right? Yeah. What were your feelings watching them like nestle in? <laughs> I did not want to ever do that. <laughs> but knowing that, like the man that you were trying to date was sitting in the next mud bath over, <laughs> maybe trailing his fingers in the same mud as you. Would that change it for no, you? No, feels awful. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was throwing clumps of mud at your breast? Yeah, no. You don't find that romantic? No, definitely not. <laughs> so weird. We're learning so much about you. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised no one, like, threw it back at him or wasn't, like, more turned off. I mean, I guess, like, I could kind of see that Trista was annoyed. I don't even necessarily think she was just being distant. I think she was annoyed by him at that yeah. point. I think that's a theme of Trista throughout this entire season. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what is this feeling? Am I annoyed or am I starting to fall in love? <laughs> it's really difficult to tell the difference. I mean, these women honestly seem embarrassed by so much. Yeah. Um, like, they're embarrassed by their jobs. They're embarrassed by, like, the way that they look around Alex. They never seem prepared to really, like, judge his behavior that much. So when he starts throwing the clumps of mud at them, they're just like, 
okay, I guess this is part of it. I'm like, like who am what I? What a fun game. <laughs> yeah. So they nestle right on into the mud, and uh, and Angela starts asking some intense questions of Alex. Angela is the hero of this episode. And unfortunately, based on what happens to Angela, we know that this will never happen on the franchise again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Angela asks Alex, if your wife cheated on you, would you stay? I thought that was a really bold question. Alex does not answer it. <laughs> so I'm guessing the answer is I would leave. Um, but then the chat takes another turn, and I think we have a clip of that. Have you ever cheated? Um, oof, that's a good one. <laughs> I um, have cheated on a couple girlfriends. It, it was only in scenarios where, like, I did once actually on semester at sea, so I was away for four months, but I've never cheated on someone in a kind of, like, you know, I'm out drunk, it's Friday night, I'm with the guys, might as well just hook up. Like, I've never done that. I mean, I, I think of myself as a very loyal, good boyfriend. But I mean, I regret the fact that it was, you know, basically cheating. <laughs> just as my hero. Trista. <laughs> I really just find the male brain incredible sometimes. It's like, yeah. I do think of myself as a really loyal boyfriend. I also have cheated on have multiple I cheated? girlfriends, yes. for sure. But like, yeah. it's because I was on this really expensive program where I did college on a boat. So that's different. <laughs> it doesn't count. But he wasn't drunk. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't yeah. drunk on a Friday. He did it knowingly it was, it was and like willingly. He did it on purpose. <laughs> it was a Tuesday on a boat, okay? Just very different. Very soberly thought about it. And he was like, my girlfriend is not close enough to have sex with. <laughs> this one will do. <laughs> yeah. He's a logical guy. That's why they all want to marry him. Um, and Trista actually tells, the sh tells us and her in the moment that she's like pretty satisfied by how he handled it. Based on her expression, I do not think she I was don't satisfied. Believe her. No. no one was okay with that answer. That was, you just watch the gears in their head turning as they're like, can we rationalize yeah. a decision to continue to try to marry this person? <laughs> we're already here. Like, and and they're guess. like, I guess we should start laughing because we're being filmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know, now that I think about it, this is the best I can expect. Like, <laughs> um, so finally, I'm sorry, that was really dark. Okay. Um, People can have a higher bar than that. Yeah. Uh, so they all get out, they shower off, and this is an opportunity for Alex to take notice of a little someone named Amanda, who yeah. has a rockin' body. Yes. And knows exactly what to do with it, probably. That like, was a creepy comment. It was very creepy. He was like, I didn't think she would know what to do with it, but now I suspect I was wrong. Yeah. And she does know what to do with it. She's only lived in it for 24 years. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do I do with this? She's I like, don't even. Flopping around. <laughs> the other thing is that I was like, was he more turned on by the idea that she is really hot and doesn't even know it? Or is he more turned on by the idea that she like is really good at sex? Like, it's almost like he was like, that's good, but also knowing good. what to do with it could be good too. Like, it's just different, different variety. Um, so they take the opportunity to shower each other off. That's their special one-on-one -on -one time. Um, no throwing anyone up against the wall and making out with them, no. which we would probably see now. It's a very chaste in a lot of ways this yeah. season. 
A lot of these women are rules girls, as we'll start to notice. Do you remember The Rules, Ashley? The Rules was a book, a dating guidebook that was like, men love the chase, and so you can't... By the guy who wore the ridiculous hat? No, it, oh. it was by no, no, two the game. women. Oh, not the game, not by Gail Strauss, yeah. yeah. No, it was like, for women, you should withhold things from men so that they will want to commit to you. So like, you weren't supposed to like kiss before a certain date, definitely not sleep together. And you'll hear a lot of these women say like, I don't kiss on the first date. I simply would never do that. <laughs> Absolutely no sex before the fifth date. Um, and that is, a, this is the rules era. I did none of those rules. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed escape. Yeah. <laughs> I read the book once and then I just like didn't follow any yeah, of you're it. You're like, no, it's no, thank educational. you. Good to know what's going on. Poor Angela gets some soap in her eye when she's trying to wash all the mud off of her, and then her eye swells up. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was more than soap. Like, <laughs> soap doesn't just do that to your eye. Well, it's probably mud that she then yeah. tried to, like, extract with soap and water, yeah. and Bless it just all went. Poor, uh, yeah. poor Angela. She's like, I'm so embarrassed. Alex is going to see me with an injury. Like, <laughs> I'm less because of this. But I guess she's right, because she goes home. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 Sorry, so many spoilers. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so they're on the bus back. Angela's injured. She has to lie down. The rest of them are sort of like throwing popcorn at each other's mouths, like having a slumber party with Alex. <laughs> and Melissa's like, we're running out of time for one-on-one. -on -one. I have to invite him to go talk, which means sitting in his lap in front of everyone else. Because they're on a bus. They're on a bus. <laughs> and she takes an interesting tack in this conversation. I actually want to read it verbatim as possible. She sits down and says, I must admit, I'm jealous of Trista. Everyone is convinced, everyone is convinced it'll be you and Trista in the end. She's wagging her finger at him. <laughs> everyone knows it's gonna be Trista. And Alex in his in the moment is like, yeah, she nailed it. Trista's really popping for me. Like, so I guess now that they've noticed that I can't pull Trista for one-on-one -on -one time, it would add insult to injury. This is a very weird self-sabotage move. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, but to Melissa, instead, he says, you should not be worrying. And then he whispers something in her ear and kisses her on the cheek. And Melissa tells us, Alex basically said, without saying it in so many words, that there will be future dates. Narrator voice, there will not be future yeah. dates. <laughs> Alex is like a, a compulsive liar. Yeah. He is like... When did this become unacceptable to do? Or did it ever? Are women just better at hiding it now? Like, she's constantly like, he told me, and I know. He gave me the wink. I think she broke the number one rule of bachelor dates, where you don't spend your time with the bachelor talking about someone else. She right. totally It's the kiss yeah, of death did. in the show. You can't do that. But there, but there was no precedent. Oh, I know. <laughs> she, she made the, the... She was the yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> She said it so boldly, like it was like sin. a tactical move. <laughs> yeah, it was the original, the original sin. Of it really is just like, time. imagine being on a first date with someone, you're like, look, I'm really jealous of this other woman that you're obviously more into. I'm sure yeah. this will help my case. Yeah. yeah. It really is just yeah. a dating rule. Do <laughs> not talk about how jealous you are of how much he prefers someone else <laughs> during your date. I was surprised she did that too, because she seemed so confident. That yeah. it was weird for her to talk about someone else during... I almost wonder if her confidence led her to think that she would say that. And he would be like, Trista, like, <laughs> she's hot and all, but, like, you're wifey material. Yeah. And 
he sort of gives her what she wants to hear in the moment. So like in that sense, it worked. And she's like, yeah, I'm the one. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> um, so the date wraps up with Trista basically pulling him aside as they get off the bus and being like, I know I didn't like talk to you or anything or smile at you, but like, I'm really interested in you, I swear. And he's like, me too. Everyone in this conversation is lying. Uh, <laughs> is there an Amber Alert? <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's more important than this. Yeah. So everyone Definitely look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Please look at it. Jesus. <laughs> They're looking for Alex Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> we hear he's outside of the DC area yeah. working as a digital media executive, still unmarried. So yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Jeez. So sorry, oh my God. So it's time for date number three. Let's let's try to get back on track here. Yeah. Day number three goes to Alexa, Rhonda, Kim, Kathy, and Tina, who will be joining Alex on a luxury yacht in Santa Barbara. I really feel like this is like the B team date. I mean, did you notice that the women he picked for the spa date are like the ones he wanted to see in bikinis? Yeah. Sorry. It's like Amanda, the NBA dancer, the Hooters waitress. Like all wonderful women, but I'm like, I can see what you, and then he throws mud at their boobs. So I'm like, not being subtle. But so he takes these women uh, out to Santa Bar- Barbara, but they stop on the way at a gas station. To buy lotto tickets <laughs> and get ice cream sandwiches. It's just like the real stuff of real yeah. life. He seemed like a dad to me in this day <laughs> in his like pleated khakis, like getting the scratch off lotto tickets. Taking his, taking his gang yeah. of girls yeah. out for ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, Alexa, honey, you want to split a sandwich with me? Cool, yeah, I'll have some. Mm, yeah, that's really good, honey. <laughs> but he does stop to to make a phone call on. I think we, we, have, we have an, an image. image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. That brings me back to middle school. Yeah. Is that a Nokia? To snake. It is a Nokia, <laughs> I think. Yeah. You can see that it's fitted for a holster on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which dad? Which of our dads did not have a holstered cell phone? I mean, it was de rigueur at the time. Um, so Alex is calling back to the house to check on Angela's eye. Um, and this is just, like, probably the nicest thing a guy has ever done. For any of these women. Angela is overwhelmed. This is just, like, now when you get injured on the show, then, like, if the lead doesn't call you to check in, they're fired. They're a monster. Yeah. Like, that's the job. You call to check in. Um, but so we get a little glimpse of all the women back at the villa in their enormous t-shirts and fuzzy slippers. There was no cute PJ sets. No. They were just no like makeup. wearing, yeah, a lot of bad glasses, like hair and, you yeah. know, big Yeah, it's scrunchy. like what I look like before bed now. Yeah, it was like, it was kind of, it was really nice and refreshing, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's no sense that they have to be camera ready at all times, which... One of them was wearing Crocs. Strange. Like, it, it was great. <laughs> yeah. So the women on the date head out to their enormous yacht. It is a normal-sized yacht, I feel like. It's yeah, a yacht. it wasn't that big. Okay. Listen, we're jaded by years yeah. of The Bachelor. <laughs> they had a tiny budget for this. <laughs> <laughs> but they're impressed by everything. They don't know what to expect. They're not like, oh, it's not a helicopter. They're like, this boat is bigger than a rowboat. And I'm <laughs> on board. Yeah. So now, and also, like, it's cold. They're all... They're totally in sweaters. 
There's so many sweaters. Like now a yacht date means like everyone's in bikinis having champagne, like sprawled out artfully onto a divan. And back then they were all just like, oh man, I'm in my parka and I'm like honking the yacht horn. This is so cool. Again, like he's taking his kids on an outing. Like it's kind of, it's kind of fun. It's a different vibe. And this is when we start to get some age-related conflict coming in. Because Kathy's on this date. Kathy's 22. And the 23 and 24-year-olds aren't sure that she could <laughs> possibly have anything in common with Alex. Yeah, like what would a young girl, two years younger than them, have in common with a 31-year-old man? She knows nothing. She knows nothing. Yeah, she doesn't even know what he's been through. She will presumably go through all that stuff within the next year so that she can <laughs> be a hardened 23-year-old like Amanda. Yeah. Um, but Kathy says, you know, we bonded because we both did swimming and diving. And so we talked about that. Um, for her, it was a little more recent than it was for him. Um, and we also get Rhonda's sort of unhinged edit. like Beginning, it's building. Rhonda is back at the house, you know, Amy's saying like, oh, I think Rhonda's too wild for Alex. Cut to Rhonda being like, I'll shoot the skeet, I'll do it. And then like laughing in slow-mo, flinging her hair back. And like pointing the gun at everyone when she like turned around. I was like, well, this is like going to go really badly. This is how someone dies. This was actually like the beginning of the lack of gun safety epidemic. Yeah. Really bad education. Um, but in fact, Alex thinks Rhonda might be the best wife material out of all the women on this date. Yeah. What? <laughs> you disagree? You disagree, Ashley? I, I mean, I guess I just don't see it. But I also didn't think she was going to be the wild one. Like, I thought I was going to be... There was no indication before, like, Amanda this Amanda with the sex trapeze. Like, yeah. not the girl. But Amanda plays it really cool. She's okay. like, I have a sex trapeze. And Rhonda's like, I don't kiss before the first date. You know? Like, it's all affect. It's not yeah, actually true. about... The underlying things. I think Rhonda is wild the way like a Texan socialite's wife is like wild. Like she's so crazy at parties. It just means she like talks loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Women aren't supposed to do that. Um, so yeah, he's like, I can really see her as a life partner of 50 years. Alex is planning to die at 81 for sure. <laughs> you know, 50 for, years, hard cut off. For a man, that's, you know, it's not, not terrible. Sorry, I'm feeling really <laughs> depressing tonight. So, uh, and back at the house, they really are discussing with Amy as ringleader who's going to get picked. Another thing that we would never see today, or we would see it framed as something incredibly inappropriate, because they're really not supposed to break the fourth wall and admit that this whole thing is in essence a competition. Yeah. But Amy's yeah. like, no guys, make predictions. Every single one of you, who's gonna be in the top eight? I'll go first, it's Trista for sure. <laughs> it definitely happens. Like, oh, that I'm conversation sure. happens in the house. Like, everyone talks about who's going to be Bachelorette. Everyone talks about, like, who's going to be in the top three. But they can't show that because if yeah. they don't show it, then they can save that for drama. They can be like, Hannah was talking about how she wanted to be Bachelorette. Right. And instead of being like, everyone clearly does that all the time in every other scene, right. we're all like, oh my Hannah God. wants yeah. to be Bachelorette. <laughs> what we didn't know is they were going to use all that against us. Yeah. You know, that's how they figure out your insecurities. That's how they figure out, like, who would rather be Bachelorette than yeah. actually finish out the season and whatever else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> but this is when we, we see uh, some of the women start to get really emotional about Alex, and I think we do have a clip of that. Would any of you say no if he asked you to continue on? 
Unfortunately, the more I'm around him, I like the guy. Yeah, as time goes on, it's unfortunately. reality you could be gone well, and see, it's just like that's the thing but you know what so it's like if anything it's raised my standards so much in guys really he is so fun and his humor is what is so important to me he's so and the way man. his eyes the way like when i stare at him the way it makes my stomach just drop or something it's just <laughs> crazy i don't even know this guy always known the guys have dated shamla After we left Vegas, I kind of did feel like Alex may ask me to stay, but I've been talking to the other girls about their trips, and honestly, I feel like he said the same thing to all of us. And so that little advantage that I thought that I may have had from things that came out in our conversation is gone. That expression on Shannon's face, the technical term for that is the iron has entered into her soul. Like, <laughs> she is dying in front of our very eyes. Her resting bitch face is really the star of this season. Yeah. They don't cast women with resting bitch face anymore. It's unfortunate, because it's incredible. Yeah. She is not well. <laughs> Doesn't have a great poker face. No. Like, all the women know how upset she is right now. Poor Shannon. Um, this is not, does not bode well for her for the rest of her arc on the show. Um, and now it's actually time for the second invitation night. <laughs> All the women are going to be invited to join Alex's fertility cult. I can see why they gave up on invitation night. Yeah, they were like, let's just call it a cocktail party. It sounds sexier. Yeah. And less creepy. So at this cocktail party, it's unlike any cocktail party you would ever see now. It's sort of just like a hang. A hang, like chilling with the fam on like a Friday night. You yeah, know. they're like, put on your ribbed turtleneck and your slacks and like lounge on the couch drinking a glass yeah. of red wine. I was jealous. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah you don't have to like stand <laughs> on, on like risers. Yeah. There and were a skin girls who dress. almost fainted from like standing up in their shoes for so long and locking out their knees <laughs> that. I don't know why they haven't implemented the couches. Because they want you. <laughs> To get that, like, <laughs> fluster. Like, they let these girls get too comfortable. And then when they get eliminated, they're just like, oh, well, you know, at least I got to sit on the couch. Yeah, you need to be in physical pain yeah. so you'll just immediately start weeping. Yeah. And I think yeah. we do. You know, there's also some great hairstyles. The, the look is sort of like a heavy sweater with, like, an elaborate updo. I think we have, we have some photos. images, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we get the good um, zigzag part in a few of them. Who among us it's did like, not? Yeah, it's, who didn't have the zigzag part? It's Lizzie McGuire meets Spice Girls. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think then we have some of their outfits as well. Yeah. yeah. Look, at those, look at those turtlenecks. Look at that, that cardigan with one button unbuttoned. That's, yeah. that's like that's future wife material. Yeah. That's I like, just, I'm sexy, but also conservative. I love yeah. their eyebrows. Like, <sighs> that's the one thing that I think is just so out of place. The yeah. sperm eyebrows. Yes. Yeah. You're like, they would never cast a woman with, with eyebrows that were not microbladed. We've all and just moved past that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a different time. Um, so 
They're... Melissa's feeling really confident. Oh my God. She's just like, yes, I am for sure 100% getting picked. Like that's yeah. the only thing I know is that I'm getting picked, which again, no one would ever say now. Well, they didn't yet know that the league could just like fully lie to you. <laughs> she was like, he oh said that he was going to go on another date with me. And so I am getting picked. Like what, would he just say that? <laughs> like not take me on another date? Yes, Melissa. <laughs> yes, he would. Um, but Alex is like kind of a mess at this. He like doesn't know who to pick. He hasn't spent enough time with any of them. He hasn't even really tried to spend that much time with any of them. And now he's like down to the wire and he's like, really freaking out but he has some some last minute conversations he talks to amy about their beautiful shared past as ivy leakers mm. it's the only thing they have in common <laughs> but such an important thing you know something to really build a foundation on is that they went to different colleges that are in the same athletic conference yeah, yeah. and at where schools where athletics aren't even really a big deal so like it's not even like a big 10 sort of right. thing um, Shannon, you know, relays to Alex that she just doesn't feel special. Shannon is just relentlessly negative with him the whole time. <laughs> and, and it, it works. works. It works. And he's like, oh, you don't feel special? Well, you are special in my book. Mm. I won't say that to other people. <laughs> and she's like apparently satisfied by that answer. She's like, well, he said I'm special again. So, yeah. And I think she book. didn't believe him, though. Right? Because that's what she said at the rose ceremony. She goes, I believe you now. I mean, what's she going to say? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't believe you. Try again. You know? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, your special in my book is not trying that hard. Like, say something specific about me that you like, for God's sake. Um, and Alex is like, you know, I'm surprised. I'm really evaluating these women by whether they would be good wives and not just, you know, someone to date. Two very mutually exclusive categories. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You never want to be married to someone that you actually enjoyed dating. Yeah, no, yeah. never. Yeah. No, yeah. whenever I'm enjoying dating someone, that's when I know it's not going to work out long term. <laughs> but it's time for Alex to head to the deliberation room and think all these things through, to stare at the death portraits of these 15 <laughs> women as if he had recently lost them in a plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> And think, which one will I miss the most, you know? Yeah, it's a private space, only shared by Alex, these portraits, and Chris Harrison. Yeah. That's a tradition that lived on for a long time. Oh, I know. It did. It, yeah. did. it lived on for too long, <laughs> some might say. It must but... have been tough for Chris to be cut out of the loop when <laughs> yeah. he stopped doing that. That's why they need to find new reasons for Chris to come in and be a therapist now. Exactly. He's like, I lost my deliberation room. You should just look at their Instagram profile. You just <laughs> scroll through it on camera. Producer Ashley over here. Yeah. Uh, but it's time for Alex to watch all of the very personal video messages. The journals. That, the journals, right. The, the journals that each of these women has left. Let's roll the clip. <laughs> hey, Alex. I just wanted to let you know that I had a really great time on our date. I'd love to get to know you better. Thank you so much for the fabulous date. I'd welcome the invitation to get to stay a little longer and get to know you a little better. I think you're a beautiful person inside and out. The more I get to know you, the more beautiful you are. I want to let you know you're truly someone special. I hope that we really get a chance to spend some more time and I hope you feel the same way. I 
would just like to have the opportunity for you to get to know me a little better. I have a lot to offer. I am definitely willing to grow and change with you, and I definitely want to get to know you more. I wanted to let you know that the day at the spa was a day I'll never forget. I hope that you keep me around because I'm a very curious person. Hoping the next experience I have with you will be actually no cameras involved. Some of the best moments of our date were those shared smiles when nothing was said at all. Follow your gut instinct. Follow your heart. I just think you're a really great guy, and I hope there's more to come. See you later. Ah, uh, the message of a woman who's feeling confident. Yeah. I love the lady who is wearing a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's right here. That is true confidence. Yeah. I have to say, like, watching that, you know, Kathy is not really younger than any of the other women. She does telegraph younger, though. <laughs> she, like, she's, she's wearing a sweater with a message for him. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that is, like, a very youthful energy that she's bringing right now. She like, also is the, the one who really embraces butterfly clips. I know. Which, respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah respect. <laughs> she has a childlike joy about her that is yeah. really wonderful. So we get to the rose ceremony. Chris comes in with the roses just dropped onto the rose pedestal. Yeah, the, the, he carries them on a jointed wooden mat during the early episodes. And, like, clatters them down in its Dramatic slow motion. <laughs> Is there a reason for this wooden sling that they can't just be on a platter? Like, what's, what's going on here? I guess the clatter is more, is more dramatic. Yeah. So the roses go to Shannon, to Amanda, to Kathy, to Rhonda, Christina, Kim, Trista, and Lenise. These names. Which... <laughs> Ashley's like, Who? there's no Laurens or Ashley. Yeah, yeah, no Laurens or Ashley. No Laurens have been born yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Whole these, new yeah, these women were born in the 70s. So, um, going home is Angelique, Alexa, Melissa, Angela, Amy, Katie, and Tina. This is yeah. brutal for Melissa. Brutal. Melissa was riding high. She was like, Alex and I are destined to be. I told the camera that I was sure I was going to get a rose. This is why no one has ever done that again. Like, no. you would never say, I'm definitely getting a rose. Would you? No. Never. No. <laughs> okay, just not crazy here. Um, but they do some exit interviews with all of these women, in which I think they make, like, an interesting choice to include women who are devastated to be going home and also women who are like, Alex, can't wait to see you on our date. Oh, my gosh. Which, like, obviously, like, there's no new information from this. Let's but roll I, that clip. Yeah, I think we have a clip. If I had one more chance to say something to Alex, I would ask him, you know, why did he first pick me? Why did he not um, try to get to know me better? If I was talking to Alex right now, I would just want him to know how excited I am and how I just can't wait for the next day. And I was surprised by Kathy. I was surprised by Lenise. And I was surprised by Rhonda. I did not sense any sort of connection between them when I saw them interacting. I thought for sure I had it in the bag, but I was so wrong. This whole situation is so unbelievably difficult, more than anyone could imagine. It's not so much Alex himself, it's the people, that, the environment that we're in. It's a difficult thing and no one will ever, ever know unless they're put in my shoes. We have a delightful. Thank you very much. You too. I really agonized over Melissa. Melissa, for some reason, didn't grab me on our date. She didn't stand out. I didn't find myself drawn to her. Oof. What a dick. She's so harsh. <laughs> so mean. 
Do they I'll even ask them those questions anymore? Is he just more rude about it? <laughs> they don't really ask them anything now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's there's a black box and the bachelor's decisions come forth from the box and we must ask no questions. And they're like, Alex, why did you do that? And he's like, I just didn't think she was that hot. I don't know. <laughs> just like, yeah, she nothing bored ab- me, nothing about her really compelled me at all. I also I love she Melissa. She was there for three days. Yeah, true. But I love Melissa being like, no one will ever understand the situation I'm in, except for every Instagram model that follows yeah. me yeah. on the franchise. How could she know that hundreds of women would No, it's her like footsteps. it's her legacy, really. Yeah, she's part of the You system. are part of her legacy. Yeah. Do you feel like you I really do. know? I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> You've been in Melissa's shoes. I love that she tries to sort of express, like, don't worry, I'm not really upset about Alex. It's just that being here sucks. <laughs> it's, an, it's honest, and I like that. Um, I also love that Amy's reaction is sort of like she's a recapper. whose yeah. predictions are all wrong, and she's like, I really thought I had this season nailed. <laughs> but you all know my pick, and yes, she did go home night two. Like, I, didn't, I just don't see it. I don't get it. Like, I, it's very embarrassing. My Columbia degree did, should get yeah. me more than this. <laughs> Poor Amy. But, you know, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah. Because they did used to end with a rose ceremony every time. Wow. And, uh, and we just get a little credit sequence of... It's very cute. Some of the, one of the first friendships that we see forming on yeah. the show. Kim and Shannon and Lanise are just chugging margaritas in the journal room. Of course. <laughs> leaving Alex a heartfelt message. Yeah, this is the drunk text of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah... I know you're having fun, Alex, but like, come back. This is where the party's at. Yeah. We want to hang out with you again. And then it ju- you just hear Lenise say, yeah, that's what the message is for, you idiot. <laughs> and then it, that's it. It cuts. <laughs> Lenise is a gem. I wanted to see the fallout yeah. from that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so, where we end the episode. But your time on stage is not over because we're going to do uh, Feminism Fails now. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. are. So, yeah. So since this is a live show, we are going to do the Feminism Fails live with Ashley. We are going to see the clips up on screen, and then we are going to hold up from one through five our ratings. And then read our ratings out loud so that the people who listen to this not live know <laughs> what we're doing. Um, yeah, let's, let's roll clip one. Oh, how old are you? 29. I'm right behind the body here. of a 17-year-old. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm gonna. I really struggled with this one. I'm gonna give it a three. Me too. I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. I, I think mean, you know um, we shouldn't idealize and sexualize underage girls' bodies. Yeah. 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 Just a thought. I'm gonna have to agree with that. Not great. Hard to argue with that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's roll the next clip. I, I do sense a little tension in the house, being that tomorrow, what, seven girls are going to get eliminated. We know who the competition is, yeah. so based on that, you can kind of figure out who he might pick. You're the only one that I know that is so sure. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Who do you I love to make predictions. Here we go. Everyone feels like they're connected to Alex. Is kind of like a little cat fight. Girls are like, no, he's mine, no, he's mine, without actually saying it. It's all mental. Hmm. I'm gonna lowball this yeah. one. 
One. Yeah. yeah. I'm giving it a two. I never like to hear the word cat fight. This is no, it's, a two it's as well. A, I don't like to hear the word cat fight, but she seems so non-judgmental about it. It's yeah, it's just like wholesome. the language had not evolved. Yeah. Uh, but you hate to see the trope. Yeah. She's good. been so lovely to everyone that, like... If, if it is a feminism fail, it's really not on Lanise. It's on the it's show. It's on the culture <laughs> on the show. Very half-heartedly trying to turn this into a cat fight. They're like, We're, if we put the word cat fight up, it will become Yeah, so. they're like, in reality, they're all just sitting and drinking wine in a living room. <laughs> but that's, you know, a cat fight, obviously. <laughs> all right, let's roll next. the next clip. I love Kathy to death, don't get me wrong. Right. Kathy's 22. Right. You know, Kathy is not at the age where I think she can understand some of the things that you've been through. I just don't understand what a younger girl would have in common with a 31-year-old. You know, they're totally different spots in their life right now. Kim is 24. Let's just keep that in mind. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. She is 24. Uh, I'm going to give that a two I gave as it well. a two. Yeah. We've all given this a two. I mean, we never like to see uh, too much reduction of the women to their, their ages. But, you know, it's... I think a question for Alex of whether he wants to be with a woman who is of his same age group, you know. And he doesn't. And he so. doesn't. <laughs> and that's what it comes down to yeah. ultimately. Yeah. Let's roll the next clip. Nanda was the aggressive one. In fact, there was a time where she thought she wasn't going to have one-on-one -on -one with him. And Rhonda stood up and said, I'm going out there and interrupting because I want to make sure I get my one-on-one. -on -one. So she was definitely not worried about anyone else but herself. So at the beginning, she calls Rhonda aggressive. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be harsh here. Oh, give it a three. Yeah. So I'll give it a one. Emma yeah. and I both gave threes. Ashley has a one. Ashley, why do you think we're wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I feel like there were just so many other bad things in this episode. <laughs> I'm just not going to rank that one. It's higher. interesting. Like... To me, it just feels like policing of women who act in non-submissive like, ways to, to cast people as aggressive in that way. And that really bothers me for some reason. It's also just funny because now you would never consider someone to be aggressive unless they interrupted for one-on-one -on -one time like five times in a row. That's yeah. And like brought out an air horn. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'm measuring it up against yeah. is <laughs> currently aggressive people. You know what nothing yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's roll the next clip. I'm surprised at the extent to which I am evaluating these women in terms of who would make a good wife rather than just who would be a good person to date. Oof. It's getting a four from me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. like a really uh, carefully worded Madonna horror complex that we've got right here. <laughs> Alex thinks that women you date are different from women you marry. I'm sorry, that's not okay. Not okay. Yeah. Moving on from that. Um, and that actually is the end of our feminism fails. Yeah, they Although, weren't, weren't as you may that. remember, between the mud flinging and et cetera, there were some other low points. In the yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it can get so much worse, and maybe in future episodes. It will, it will later in the season, in fact. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, friend of the pod, Brett Vergara, joins Ashley on stage for a game of Who Said It? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? 
Would it be sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Read a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are not a lot of hours to spare. And, you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority. Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I've thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of every component of the planning process, it would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop-off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Aloe Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in 
in those spare moments, when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code LTSI20. Alomoves.com code LTSI20. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into like their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible neoprene weekender bag and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should. Learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 8.30 class that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks. And it's been really helpful because my French is not good. But now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. (laughs) You could never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Before we get back to the show, for those in the New York City area, we are excited to announce that we'll be back at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, November 21st. 
Tickets are available at thebellhouseny.com and in the show notes. And now back to the show. Uh, Ashley, your you know your night isn't over yet. It continues. It continues. Woo! Because we're going to have another guest join you on stage right now for our next segment. And everyone, please give a big round of applause for Bachelor Super Tweeter and friend of the pod, Brett Vergara. <laughs> This is so fun. Hi, everybody. Hi. What up? It's so weird to see everybody in person and not just through mentions and likes. Wow. And, yeah. You know, Brett got to hang out with us forth. a lot this week. He was yeah, also right. on the podcast oh, yeah. for we're just, VIP. Yeah. We're so. just like living together. At yeah. Point. Yeah, just a bunch of buds. And Sweet every cat. time he's like, it's so nice to put a warm 3D body. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, yeah, and I'm that's like, exactly Brett, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here. Thank this you for is... having me. It's yeah. always great to hang out twice in a week. Yeah, and this is going to be fun. So. Let's just keep amping it up. Oh, don't <laughs> yeah. worry. Let's don't worry. Keep, you're, yeah. you're, not, you know, you're not done after, <laughs> after tonight. Uh, so, Brett, Ashley, you guys are both experts on Bachelor Nation. You haven't necessarily been watching since day one, neither have we. Um, but what you've seen, you know well. We think. We think. Mm. And we're going to put that to the test. I feel like Brett's going to be better at this. (laughs) I don't think so, because I've only been watching for three years. So I've been very invested in those three years, but there are plenty of people here who have watched It's about quality, not quantity. The other thing, too, and like we've gone over this plenty, is that I can't even remember things that happened like Monday night's episode. (laughs) It feels like years away. So I'm like, oh, no, two years ago. Okay. Well, the goal of this is to humiliate you. That's, you know, fair enough. FYI, lower those expectations. We We are going to test you with 20, I would say, fairly iconic quotes from Bachelor history. Some more iconic than others, but most of them are pretty recent. Not too many deep cuts, partly because people did not blog a lot of quote roundups of The Bachelor (laughs) until like 2014. So we were a little limited. You were were doing it. I was doing it. You were doing it. Yeah, you were doing it. Not enough. Not enough enough options. So how this will work is we'll say a quote, and you two will have a few seconds to write down your best guess on your whiteboards. Yeah, get those out. And uh, try to just be as specific as possible, but also like no pressure. We know the collective memory of Bachelor Nation can be short-lived. This is just all in good platinum vagine fun. <laughs> yes. so, right, here we go. <laughs> so are you guys ready? We're going to have you ready. just when you're done, hold up the answer and also read it okay. for, the, for the benefit for the, of all. Okay. Are we trying Sounds to like good. meet each other? Yes. Okay. No, this is all. <laughs> no, I mean, just like, I'm trying to do it first. Oh, like, no, no it doesn't matter. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I, I don't know. We'll give you a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, first quote If it's a pomegranate, then God bless it. Oh my God, I have no idea. Ashley, yes. <laughs> well, now, oh my God. <laughs> You've got to give him a chance. <laughs> If you didn't know that, you're a I, I did fan. not. That's fine. Listen, I it did is, not. It is, in fact, Ashley Salter uh, from <laughs> Chris Souls. I'm competitive. Yeah. Also, can we talk about how the eraser is yeah, on the back of the... Yeah, that is, like, impressive Uh-oh. technology. No, wait. <laughs> they did not have this back in 2002 when Bachelor first started. There's no do we, way. Do we need to get a better like, eraser Like a paper here. towel. <laughs> I can, like, 
We'll we'll make do. Yeah. Excuse my hand. Uh, (laughs) All right. Let's move on to quote number two. Robbie has 12 abs. You should only have six. (laughs) What do you do for a living? Stop working out. I don't trust you. Oh, my God. I don't know anything about Bachelor, I guess. Jojo? I know nothing again. So this one was actually Raven on season four of Bachelor in Paradise. I know, right? But it's a great quote. I mean, you shouldn't trust people with 12 apps. That was about Robbie. I tried to, like, get everything out of my head about him. Yeah, that's fair. Same. Okay. All right, 0 for 2. We're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) It'll get better. It gets better. (laughs) Like, I'm done. Done. That was glitter. Glitter. Oh, oh, I mean, come on. Oh. (laughs) Now you're like, it's too easy. There there we go. (laughs) There we go. Crystal. Crystal. There we go. We gotta say it for the people. Oh, wait, well. They both said I was I was so excited that they I both said Chris. Oh, I spelled it wrong. It's, a, you, it's fine. Well, you don't just spell it like correctly. This isn't count. that. It's not that serious. <laughs> so you both got a point on that one. Oh, thank you. Okay, yeah. cool. Our producer, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah has just become also our technical support during our shows. Like something goes wrong and she's like, I got you. Yeah. A real hero. Uh, next we have Deep intellectual things are just my jam. Oh, that's, oh my God, wait. Oh, I think. Ari? I think it's Olivia, right? It's Olivia. Ah! Yeah. Olivia Carini. All right, we're coming back. <laughs> on, on Ben Higgins' season. Back. Yeah. Doing a villain turn by saying <laughs> yeah. she likes to read books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should have known that. <laughs> yeah, kind it's on friend. brand for you. <laughs> no. Okay, next quote. Michael Jordan took naps. Abe Lincoln took naps. Why am I getting in trouble for napping? Corinne. Corinne. Cheese pasta Corinne. Corinne on Nick's season of The Bachelor. Next, I want to go West Virginia hood rat backwoods on his ass. Oh my God, I can't remember Emily Maynard. Emily Maynard. That was before before my time. Of The Bachelorette. Iconic. One of the best quotes ever. So good. So good. Uh, you got to watch some back season. I, I know. I was Listen, just we're, telling him this. We're, we're coming up on the hibernation period of Bachelor Nation. So this so is your I chance to study up for yeah. the next quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. I'm just yeah. going to say some great reaction gifs. Oh, yeah. well, I can't. I don't like how you said that. What are you doing? I know, that, doing I know that you prefer to say it gifs. <laughs> I'm going to run off stage right now. I'm not being a good host right now. <laughs> you should Next. always say GIF or JIF in the way your guest prefers. <laughs> Next quote. My brand is the pensive gentleman. Oh. That's Jordan. Jordan. They both yeah. said Jordan. Jordan Kimball. You got it right. That's correct. Who could ever forget Becca's Jordan Kimball's season. brand? Yeah. Uh, Next we have... <laughs> oh my... We have a whisper. <laughs> Next, we have kind of a deep cut. I'm sorry. I can tell everything about a girl with her feet. I think I could find a girl that I could marry with in 10 seconds just by looking at her feet. How do oh I know? Oh my not God, I know this? who this is. Yeah, is you're... it a very old contestant? Yes. Yes. Jeremy, oh. right? No. No? <laughs> no, it looks like we have two strikeouts on this Mine. one. But that this, one. Is, this no is a idea. really deep cut. This is Tanner Pope. 
on Jillian oh, I Harris. That. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> uh, can't win them all. Yeah. The thing is, there's that no way. There's no way. Basically, any Bachelorette contestant could have said that, and you'd believe it. Yeah. So. Didn't Blake say? Someone said something about like, oh, she's got a nice smile. She's got nice feet. I feel like that's I'm a sure. theme on Paradise <laughs> every single season. On Par- yeah, because they, they're like yeah. the first yeah. time I, I can really see know their feet. on Paradise though. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like well. I know that Kevin is really into jawlines yeah. and legs. Yeah. The two, so the two next things. quote. I have a ring here in my pocket, and I'm not going to use it. Oh. This is a poignant moment in Bachelor history. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm. Bachelor history. Oh. It was, oh wait, it was like. <laughs> Don't tell uh, me. <laughs> wasn't it, wasn't it Brad? Right, Brad? No, two strikeouts. This one is Juan Pablo on his season of The Bachelor. (laughs) When he did not propose. When he dangled a ring in front of Nikki and then whipped it away. Which honestly was lucky for her, ultimately. I think I pushed that out of my memory. (laughs) (laughs) Next we have, Becca looks amazing, but she smells good. She's got a good smell about her. I don't know, it's weird to say, but she smells good. That easily sounds like a Jordan quote, but like, that's my get. Hold on. Let's Five, see. four. I'm, I'm going with Jordan, even two. though it's wrong. Is it, it Garrett? Because so it sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is, in fact, Colton Underwood. Oh my God. <laughs> it's showing that facility with romance that got him selected. That's as why he became the bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is another deep cut, oh, no. but we just okay. thought it was well. good. My lesson from this is don't ever expect anything from humans. Gonna start adopting cats now. <laughs> this is a really tough one. Yeah, we, I wouldn't get this one. I just, it was a good quote. Hmm. Do you give up? I definitely give up. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Is it Taylor? No. <laughs> so this is Jamie Latane from Ben Higgins' season. Yeah. yeah, but remember <laughs> her profound heartbreak? No, it's yeah. sorry, it's, just, it's good. Next, we have pastel is not a strategy; it's a lifestyle. It's an ethos. <laughs> Wait, what? Say the first part. Pastel is not a strategy; it's a lifestyle. It's an ethos. <laughs> no idea. We're so mean. Yeah. Oh my they, god. Uh, who wore pat? Let's see. Like a little bit further back, but you're already doing the podcast. (laughs) Okay, Uh, it's JJ Lane on Caitlyn's season of The Bachelorette. Yeah, Um, JJ loved pastel. Like, did y'all know that? Okay, (laughs) okay, thank God. No, we we wouldn't get half of these either, so it's it's fine. Um, Okay, I think you're gonna know this one. I'm going to cut everyone here's legs off and arms off, and there's going to be torsos, and I'm going to throw them in the pool. Oh, yeah, that's definitely... Chad. Chad. Yeah. Yeah, you both got it. Chad Chad Johnson, JoJo season. Which, that's funny, but honestly, every single person here should not follow him on Twitter and stop responding to every single thing that he says, because he's he's toxic and awful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I just like to, whenever he comes up, remind everyone that he tried to dox me. Yeah. And yeah. now yes. he blocks me. He is so bad. Love to be blocked. I wanted to make sure he was present for this, <laughs> I guess. He blocked me just because he thought I would me to him. <laughs> and he did a whole podcast with James Taylor about how they hate me. So, like, if you need, like, extra reasons to think he's awful. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, he's, he's having terrible. a normal week, Does too. one of them have a, a podcast? Week. I think Chad did for a little while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, for a little God. while. Lessons none <laughs> no, of us God. listened to it, so. Okay, uh, next, next quote. I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> oh, I know who this is. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. It's, it's like a funny uh, name. It sounds like a killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wait. you know. You're, oh you're seeing God, him. You look Jack Stone! Yeah! Uh, <laughs> you can't say it. Brett's like, you're not even giving me a chance here. I kind of wrote it. Yeah, Jack Stone, VIP <laughs> season four. That's correct. Well, poor Jack. <laughs> next, next quote. The fact that she's talking about aliens on a first date does raise a few red flags for me. <laughs> That. Kendall? No. Chris. Chris. I was gonna Souls. say Ari. Yeah, but Chris. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, yeah. Chris Souls went on a date with a, a girl in his season who talked about aliens. Yeah. Yes. Michaela. Who, who was the girl? I think. Michaela, who named Michaela. her, who named her son Kale. Yes. I think. Yeah. And she yeah. passionately believed in aliens. Yeah. Like <laughs> A pretty large percentage of Americans, including yeah. myself. Okay. Um, that girl is floating on twinkle toes. I think she might dream in cartoons. I'm just saying, I think it's possible. Oh my. This I is also, an old one. Oh my but God, like, what are you doing it? to us? Why are you, <laughs> no, why are you being I married to us? Well, before I, you. Before me? I have no idea then. <laughs> <laughs> There's no place to even start. All right, we're oh, gonna oh, have to oh, call I think time I know on it. this. Oh. It's all you. Tenley? It's Vienna. So close, Vienna. Vienna? Yeah. What the fuck? Vienna. <laughs> she definitely doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want to die if I have to hear it's okay again. That Andy. Andy? Yeah. Yes. Andy. There we go. All right. Both got Andy. Coming back. It's been a while. They both okay. got it. We're finding our level here. <laughs> I'm Little Miss Sunshine. I sprinkle it around. Winning. Think villains. Classic villains. If, if the audience wants to help yeah, out, yeah, you can yell yeah, out. You're allowed. Courtney. Yeah. Oh. I should have known that. I was thinking Courtney Robinson. Yeah. Same vein. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. We're getting to the end now. You could plow my field any day. Oh. oh that's... Caitlin. Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin Bristow. Right. They Caitlin both got it. Both of them. Both, they both got it. Who could ever forget that? Never. And our final, oh, no. incredibly oh, iconic quote. I fucked in a windmill. Oh. <laughs> Wait. I'm drawing a little. Hannah. I drew a little windmill. We both got it. <laughs> Hannah Brown. Hannah. Now I'm dancing with the stars. In the yeah. Woo. Feels good to end on a positive. Yeah. 
So Spivey, you you won by a hair. Woo! Yes. That's fair enough. By hair. Great job by, by both two, of by you. By two points. By two hairs. Two hairs. <laughs> Great job by both of you. That you know, as we read them, I was like, these are way harder They're than I realized. Very, yeah. They were so very, very, very cool. Really sorry. Yeah. You just came here to shame us. That's yeah, all this was for. I came here to remind yeah. you how much there still is to explore. You know, in the Bachelor universe. <laughs> um, but you know, with that, Ashley, Brett. Your time here on the stage has come to an end. Aww. Please take a moment and say your goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> One more round of applause. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And actually, yeah, that's it's the end of for our time. Too. Yeah. That's it for Here to Make Friends live in Philly. <laughs> Thanks to our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson, and our amazing HuffPost team, and our fabulous guests, Ashley Spivey and Brett Vergara. And of course, thank you so much to World Cafe Live for hosting us tonight. <laughs> thank you guys so thank much. Thank you for coming. And that's it for this live episode of Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Ashley Spivey and Brett Vergara, and our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson, as well as everyone else from HuffPost who made this event happen. Also, a big thank you to World Cafe Live for hosting us. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. We have more episodes coming this fall, and we also have more live shows coming. We'll be back at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, November 21st. Check our show notes for that ticket link. And we're also hoping, fingers crossed, to announce an October date very soon. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back soon to share our next live show. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.